Blog Talk Radio. Again, to Up Your Volume, the morning show live podcast where we talk about arts, music, and getting conscious. I'm here live today. I'm Nikki Beauvais, and this is my mom, otherwise known as Paleo Boss Lady and V. Good morning, Mom. How are you? Hello, daughter. I'm great. I'm great. I'm excited about today's show, and I'm excited about what happens after today's show because we're having a mom-daughter day. That's all I'm saying. We are having a mom-daughter day. We're so excited today to be talking with Madeline from Nut Pods, and we're gonna we're gonna get everything we need that you guys need to know about it. It's one of our favorite products. It is on the Taking It to the Street store as well, and we're just we can't wait to talk with her. I know. I mean, you want to talk about an inspiring story, um, and really, her. Um, you know, a lot a lot of CEOs companies start because they are looking for something themselves and they can't find it, and they keep waiting for somebody to do it, and then they're like, I'm just gonna do it. So exactly. you got to love a story like that when you just sort of decide I'm going to do something that I want in my life and can't find. It's the best, that's the best way, you know, it's right. awesome. I can't, we're going to get into that. So stick around. She'll be tuning in around 10, 25, 10, So stick around for that. As always, you're welcome to call in. Um, and I, this morning I just kind of want to talk about, you know, it's Grammy weekend. We got the Grammys tomorrow. Um, I believe it. One of my really, really good friends um, is in a group called King, and they're nominated. So it's just, it's just a really. Every year, I feel like there's more people that I'm, I'm knowing on the the either behind the scenes and production and stuff like that, or um, you know, actually headlining these these Grammy situations, awards, and it's just, it's crazy to me. Crazy. I don't feel like you know. I didn't think that day would come so soon. So right. that's awesome for them. And um, i got a playlist for you guys. This will be my first playlist of 2017. Because if you guys remember last week, kind of did a countdown of the top songs of 2016. So um, on my playlist this week, uh, I got some, some new artists. I know you guys have, have heard me mention Anderson Pock a few times. Um, and then I also have some older artists that you'll hear later in the playlist uh, making their way back onto the playlist. I haven't heard their names in some years. So it's kind of cool. Um, so Anderson Pock's coming in at number one. He joins Moonbase on a new single they just released called It Don't Matter. Um, Anderson Pock is also uh, nominated for a bunch of Grammys this year, which I'm really excited about because he's um, probably one of my favorite new artists of this year. Um, actually, definitely one of my favorite new artists of 2016. He's just, he was amazing, and I'm excited to see what he does this year. Um, so he's coming in at number one, featuring Moonbase on It Don't Matter. Number two, Mom, you're going to love this. Jamiroquai just released a single called Cloud Nine. And I love Yeah. Always a huge Jamiroquai fan. Um, this is super funky if you guys are looking for that kind of funky, Prince-like, uh, futuristic 
track. This is going to be what you want to hear. So number two is Jameer Quiet Cloud Nine. Three is Music Soul Child, our Philly guy. Um, you know, was singing him last night at Santa Loom. He's absolutely one of my favorite singers and one of the inventors of, of really neo-soul music. Um, so Music Soul Child just released a single called Simple Thing. Um, again, very stylistically, everything you wow. would want to hear from music. Jamiroquai and Music Soul Child. I know, right? Mm-hmm. And of course I had to put them on my top five because yeah. they're two of my favorite artists, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and then number four, um, this artist, you hear on my playlist a lot, but who he's collaborating with, I haven't heard in a ridiculously long time. But Talib Kweli and Styles P collaborated on a track called Lost One, or Last Ones, excuse me, Last Ones. Um, as you guys know, this doesn't even sound like Talib. When I was listening to this song, it almost like Talib, like his voice just doesn't sound like him to me. And I don't know, it's, it's like a good thing. It just sounds really different. Um, and I think you guys should definitely check it out. Um, last one, definitely, you know, I haven't heard from Styles P in forever. Um, you know, I guess the last time I heard of Styles P was like 2006, 2000. Yeah, like, can you believe it? And I'm all all those old songs that, that you haven't heard of. Um, he's back. So that's awesome. I'm glad to see him collaborating with one of my favorite artists. And then Kid Cudi, you guys remember that he was, um, he was taking some time off. He went through um, mental health trouble um, and, you know, I think like suicidal stuff. And we had a, um, we did a whole thing on that. Remember we did a a podcast about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just, he doesn't want to get high anymore. And, um, you know, it had a lot of really crazy side effects. I think the industry kind of, um, he wasn't prepared for it, and I think it it took a lot from him. And he, he, you know, he posted this really long letter actually to his fans, family, and friends via Twitter. Um, and we had that was probably almost a year ago now, or at least at I least feel like yeah, ago. pretty well, pretty close, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so he came out with a new album, which means I guess he's back. He was on one of the late night shows with Jimmy Fallon or, or Kimmel, something like that. Um, and he performed his new, uh, his new single kitchen, which I really, really like. And it explains a lot. So um, take a listen to that. Kid Cudi's kitchen just came out. And if you want to see the live video it's up on YouTube, um, he did a really great job performing. It seems like he's back. I really hope he's doing well. And um, he got the help he needed. And then, uh, before we get into Grammy talk, like real Grammy talk, um, what did you think of the Super Bowl halftime show? Did you like Gaga? I loved Gaga. I was like Team Gaga. I thought right? she was amazing. Everything about it. I mean, just the physical work oh, yeah. that she did. You know, it reminded I was like, me. It reminded me of that Pink performance at the VMAs, like uh, maybe ten years ago, where yep. she's doing all the trapeze stuff and you know that Cirque du Soleil stuff. I mean, this was a little bit different, but yeah, a lot of physical stuff. I mean, um, a lot. I liked you know, her it, songs. I liked her outfits. I liked her confidence. I liked everything. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, I, you know, I'm on a group thread with my. With the Bove side of my family, and there's Which about is huge. Ten, tell them, 
huge. Yeah, there's only 10 of us in this group text, but it goes all day. Like, if I don't check my phone for literally 30 minutes, I'll have 65 texts on my phone um, just from them talking. And, you know, a lot of them, um, you know, I, I was raised in a very different we have different views on, on life, but we're still a very close family. And um, that being said, no one was excited about the Gaga thing. Cause I think, you know, they thought it was going to get political at some point or something. Um, and it, every, everybody in, in my chat was just saying, Oh my God, she's so great. Listen to her voice. I mean, to me, it was hearing real vocals, no lip syncing, her working yep. her ass off in heels, dancing up and down that freaking stage. Um, yeah which is just the whole, the whole production of it was phenomenal. I, I was really embarrassed by our country that we're still body shaming because I thought her body looked awesome. I, how um, ridiculous are people? I couldn't it, it believe, just, I, I've I, never expected that. No, me either. I just couldn't believe that that, I, I, I don't even want to talk about it because it was just really embarrassing. But um, I thought she did a great job. So I just wanted to give kudos to her. And, and I definitely wanted to touch on it um, because I, I think it was just awesome. Um, but let's get yeah. into the Grammys. I know we're running a little bit behind in the podcast today, um, but I just wanted to kind of touch on like the top things. Obviously, Record of the Year to me is number one. That's the last award they give of the night. Um, nominated for that is Hello, Adele. I don't think anyone's surprised at that. Formation by Beyonce, again, not a huge shock. Seven Years, Lucas Graham, that's, that was a big song this year too, Work. Rihanna featuring Drake, another huge song. This one shocked me, but they've been coming so popular that, again, it kind of just felt I wasn't too uh, sticker shocked to see that 21 Pilots had made it up here was stressed out. So that's the record of the year. I, I, I have a feeling I know who's going to win that one, but definitely we'll touch on it next week. Um, album of the year, we have 25, Adele. I mean, I, I, between that, and Lemonade, I really don't see – I think it's going to be between those two. So um, Lemonade is Beyonce. Uh, Purpose, Justin Bieber, that was a great album, but I just don't think it's going to beat those ladies up top. Um, Views, Drake, again, great album, but I don't think anything can really top what those ladies did this year. Um, and then A Sailor's Guide to Earth. This is Sturgill Simpson. Um, he's actually performing as well. So um, as is Adele and Beyonce. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, if you want to see those awesome performances, check that out. Song of the Year, Formation, Hello. I took a pill at Ibiza, Mike Posner. That's that's going to be like your EDM track of the year. DJs are going to love that uh, track. Love Yourself, Bieber. I, I sing that at all my shows. It's great. Again, you see uh, Lucas up here with, Lucas Graham up here with Seven Years. Um, best new artist I'm really, really, really excited about. Um, Kelsey Ballerini. I talked about her on the podcast. I I want to say at least eight months ago and now she's already up here, which is so awesome. Yeah. The chain and that was when no one knew who she was. And I'm sure a lot of you still don't recognize that name. So get with it, people. Um, the chain no, smokers, don't. they had a huge year this year. Huge. As did Chance the Rapper. No surprise to see them both on the list. Um, Marin Morris, again, a person I put on our podcast, um, Anderson Pock, you guys see him show up a tons of times on the, uh, podcast playlist. Um, and then I just want to skip all the way to best new contemporary album because King is on it with, we are King. Yeah, we we're huge King fans. So, um, 
definitely listen to that album. Get that album. If you don't have it, please get it. It is, it is going to blow your mind. Um, they're on here with Lemonade by Beyonce, um, Ology by Gallant, Malibu by Anderson Pock, which they're friends. They're closely in the OK Player circuit together. Um, and then Anti by uh, Rihanna. So, I mean, they're up against some huge people. I'm just praying. I'm crossing all fingers and toes. I'm getting, like, chills throughout my whole body right now, by the way, <laughs> thinking about them literally being like nominated for a Grammy. I mean, that's huge. I get emotional. Okay. Anyway. It is emotional. I feel like, I, I feel so like a mother to, to her, to Paris a little bit. You know what I mean? In yeah. some strange, weird way. So and just so you guys are aware, I went to school with Paris, who has a twin sister. And they, then they uh, collaborated with, um, you know, another artist to formulate King and, uh, they're best friends and family, and, and it's a trio. They are phenomenal. And I, I've i played a couple shows with Paris, and I've had the pleasure of, you know, just being graced with their amazing talent. And um, it's just, they're just a phenomenal trio. And they write with inspiring lyrics and amazing, amazing uh, mu- musicality. I mean, very technical stuff. It, it marries jazz and and electronic with R&B and soul. I mean, it's just really, it's yeah. really different stuff. Um, as is uh, Anderson Pock. So I'm really happy for both of them. It's very contemporary. Um, I was surprised to see Rihanna on that, to be honest. Um, but, you know, I, I'm happy. I, I'm a huge Rihanna fan, but I don't think it's really contemporary. Like, you know, I don't think it's new to us. At least we've been right. seeing Rihanna for, for a long time now. A long time. Um, so who's performing at the Grammys this year? That's a big question. Um, I have some answers for you. Obviously, there's always going to be surprises, but I do want to do the rundown for you. We got Beyonce, Adele, Katy Perry, um, which apparently she's blonde, and we're all surprised to see her up here. But um, <clears throat> she's set to do, um, I think she released a new, yeah, a new song, song yesterday. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah called I saw Change that. Of the Rish- Chained to the Rhythm, featuring Bob Marley's grandson, Skip Marley. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's going to de- debut that. I don't know if it's going to be with him, um, but she's doing that at the Grammys. So it's only two days after she released it. Um, she's already getting that Grammy stage to share. That's huge for her. Lady Gaga's back with Metallica. Totally random, but I'm, like, really, really excited about it. Um, I do have a little, like heavy metal rocker in me and and I'm sure her voice is just going to kill in that genre as well. Kind of reminds me of the whole like Evanescence thing. And we were talking about that um, on on the podcast a while ago. So that should be pretty cool. The weekend and Daft Punk, I'm sure they're going to do their songs that they've collaborated on called Starboy and feel Starboy and feel it coming. Um, They actually did a duo performance with Pharrell and Stevie Wonder in 2014. So I'm excited to have them back sharing stage. Chance the Rapper, um, he's probably going to be doing a bunch of stuff. Um, they haven't released what what they think songs he's going to do, but there's definitely something up his sleeve. It's going to be awesome. Um, John Legend, Cynthia Erivo, um, they, I think, are going to do some tributes. I think it's going to be a little bit of um, George Michael and Bowie and maybe even some Prince as well, so check that out. Yeah. Um, Bruno Mars, I can't wait to see the 24 karat gold. That's also going to be a Prince tribute, I think, um, or something like that. It's going to be, I think, Beyonce may appear on stage with him, but we're, we're not really sure. 
So check that out. Sturgill Simpson, I mentioned that he um, was up for album of the year. So this is going to be a big Grammy moment. If you guys want to see something that I think people are going to be talking about, I would check that out. Tribe Called Quest and Anderson Pock both had, both had huge albums this year. Um, Carrie Underwood and Keith Urban are going to be together doing The Fighter. Alicia Keys and um, Marin Morris, which I was just talking about. She's the Best New Artist nominee. Um, Little Big Town, Demi Lovato, Tori Kelly, Lucas Graham, G- uh, Gary Clark Jr., William Bell, um, bunch of tributes, as they always do. Um, there's definitely going to be some Prince and George Michael tributes. Um, I don't think it can really top last year's Bowie tribute that Gaga did, but I'm really excited to see what they do. Um, hopefully it's going to be some really um, awesome stuff. And speaking about um, some cool tributes and stuff, Aloe Black and King that we were just talking about performed, uh, I think it was yesterday, Friday, at um, at a benefit concert in L.A. called Grammy in Schools, um, and they did a Prince tribute, which uh, apparently blew the house down. So um, wish we got to see that, but I'm glad they had a great time. And uh, that's what I got for you this week. Wow, I'm excited. I wish I had television so I could watch the Grammys, but I'm sure there's got to be it a way for me to on, see it. It should be on the regular, uh, you know, 3610 type. Yeah, we don't have, we, there's no... Not in this world. None There's of no that. 3610. None of that happened in here, but um, that sounds awesome. And I, I'm, of course, rooting for King. And um, yeah, and I guess Bruno Mars, he, his 24 carat was too late to be in that group, but you know that'll probably end up somewhere next year, I believe. Oh, absolutely. That, that to me, is, is one of the top albums I've heard in a really, really long time. If you guys don't have that, get hip to it because it really is like, throwback it's every song is just the jam the jam the jam so yeah he, he just that did out. that that in the car thing with uh james whatever yeah in january yeah. so funny yeah uh-huh well that's awesome well that brings you joy i know as an artist to be able to see some of the people that you know that you listen to and respect um up for some nominations and then people that you know and this whole week in the world yep. of me has been dedicated to joy and um, I actually wrote a blog this week about, you know, the art of living your joy. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's always wonderfully amazing to me when I hear from people that read my stuff, because I always think I'm just writing to myself. Um, and how can people but, read your stuff, by the way? Why don't you share with how they well, can get in touch with your uh, blog and mailing list? Um, you can uh, either go to my website, paleobosslady.com, and sign up there. It, if you stay on the site for a minute, it'll flash and ask you to sign up. Or you can go to the Facebook page for at Paleo Boss Lady and right where my logo is, there's a button that says sign up. You just click that button and same, same thing. Um, Or just head to my website every week, usually Wednesday or Sunday, a new blog post happens and um, cursing is always free in all of my blogs. You don't have to worry (laughs) about that. Um, But uh, joy is what we're talking about because uh, one of the most amazing comments I had during my tour was from a gentleman who pulled me aside to tell me that my talk had changed his life. And my talk was during a cooking class. And I was very shocked to hear that, um, of all the people in the room, that he was the one who came to me to say that I had changed his life. And I said, why? And he said, because you live a life of joy. And I said, I I do. I wake up with joy every day. And he said, 
I haven't thought of joy or had joy or felt joy in so long. I forgot it existed. And you are bringing me back to joy. I'm going to, my goal in 2017 is going to be to find joy. And I, that was the last event that I did in 2016. And I got in the car and I thought, wow, like, wow. I, I, I didn't really, you know, doing the taking it to the streets tour, I thought, you know, I'd be helping people to get conscious about food choices, about physicality, about different ways to do meditation. And I didn't really think about the art of joy. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the more people that I've told about this story to, the more look at me and they're like, well, I don't have joy. What is joy? What does joy look like? So I wrote this blog and basically the, the, the blog talks about joy is found in purpose. And then I had people reach out to me and say, well, how do you find purpose? So I wanted to talk about if, 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 if in my world, if I believe joy is found in purpose and how do you find purpose? And, you know, I really thought about that. And the first thing, there are a few things I want to read to you is that, you know, the definition of joy, if you look up the definition of joy, it comes up with all kinds of words, you know, pleasure, mm-hmm. happiness, jubilation, rejoice, glee, exhilaration. And for me, joy is, I just sum all those words up to be one thing. It's banned. It's like when I'm bam, that just means like a friend said to me a week ago, I know I'm exactly where I belong at that moment, no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm cooking a meal, whether I'm going to bed, whether I'm sitting at the computer, whether I'm walking my dog, that everything that I do, I know I'm exactly where I need to be. And some of that also like, what we talked about with the with the year of the chick the year of the rooster. Rooster. Right? Yeah. Absolutely, which is what we talked about last week. And mm-hmm. the thing is, is that I just didn't wake up one day and be like, I'm going to have joy, and joy arrived. I right. had to question my beliefs. Mm-hmm. I had to learn to incorporate gratitude in my day. I had to take ideas like vision boards, boards where you like cut out pictures or write words that reflect your hopeful vision. You have to make things like bliss boards which are boards that, you know, they might only be in your mind, pictures, not necessarily physical boards, but, but of things that, that are your bliss, that tap for me, it would be the beach, the ocean, mm-hmm. water, right. a dog, you know, those visuals. That's what I would call a bliss board. Um, also, I look at trial and error in finding purpose and your joy, because just like with movement, there's a healthcare company in California that has a commercial where they're trying to get you to move. And this woman keeps signing up for all these classes and none of them are working for her. She just doesn't fit in. And then one day you see her walking in the park with her music, you know, earbuds in listening to music and big smile on her face. And she found her movement, you know, after trial and error. I think that finding purpose is a lot of trial and error. And by questioning beliefs, having gratitude, doing bliss boards, that brings you closer to your purpose and also community. So if you think that, well, I don't really know how to find my purpose, but maybe if I hung around with some community, like maybe look for meetups that are doing meditation Mm -hmm. or Buddhism or nature walks or foraging or those things all help to lead to purpose. Because I never thought that I'd be voluntarily homeless traveling the United States living with strangers. 
You know, but right. what led me there was questioning my beliefs, gratitude, my vision for the future, my vision for myself, and moral obligation, really. I mean, my tour is, 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 is uh, you know, started based on a moral obligation that I have. So um, I just wanted to talk about, you know, joy and purpose and just give you guys some tools on how you can find purpose. And then... Um, Last but not least, I put a thing on my personal um, social media page today, which is Khalil Gibran is my favorite uh, poet Mm -hmm. um, of all time. And um, this is just, I just want to end with a little thing that he wrote. Um, I slept and I dreamt that life was all joy. I woke and I saw that life is all service. I serviced. And then I saw that service is joy. And for me, that is my purpose. Um, I made a decision almost a year ago to dedicate the rest of my life to be of service to the community in a very non-judgmental um, way, and that might be a really good reason as to why I live a life based on sheer, unadulterated, 24-7 joy. Even when times are hard, I live in a space of joy. So I just wanted to share that with um, with everyone. and. I know we're going to go. I'm so happy you did, because you know what I think, especially during you know I just we've talked with Greenberg. He's also hosted the show with me before. My friend Michael Greenberg and I just had a really long conversation with him yesterday, um, kind of about this exact same thing. And I'm actually going to send him your blog um, because I think it would help him. Um, There's just a lot of people I think, um, especially this time of year. Um, in this winter, I mean, we're not really experiencing winter, winter, but for those that are, it always brought me, um, a little bit of depression or, or, or re I was, I was a little hard on myself. I was, I was a little over analytical in this time of year. Um, mm-hmm. cause I think in the new year, you're trying to, you know, every, you want everything to go right. And you're, you're off to a good start, fresh new year. And then about this time you're like, well, shit, I'm not really as far along as I thought I'd be or like, whatever it is, you know? Um, right. And I think finding your, your joy, and, and I love, love, love that you quoted Khalil because I think that is the perfect way to end it. And everything that he's saying, like the service is your joy. Like, oh, let, let what you do. I mean, when you used to say live your best life, I mean, it took me a while to really get that. And um, I, I think there's too many people that, that underestimate how short life is and don't do everything in their power to, to live their best and and to have that joy. And I'm so happy to hear that my, my own mom has it. And, um, you know, that's the best thing a, a kid could hear and, and that you've made your own joy. It's, it's not easy. Um, and you know, through that, I've learned how to live my own joy. And, and I love, I love that. It's a, that's a great segment. I appreciate you doing that. Thank you. Well, I'm glad because I feel like we all deserve joy. And uh, sometimes we just forget. And it's not that we don't want it. Again, we just get caught up in life. We just get caught up in the day-to-day. And, you know, the message of paleo boss ladies, I don't care if you're paleo or not. I just want you to wake up. I just want you to get conscious. I'm paleo and I'm a boss. But it's not about making you paleo. It's about getting you conscious so that you can tap your miracle. Because I'm already a miracle. I'm already there. And I'm grateful to be here. And um, how you get there is, again, by questioning your beliefs. Like, okay. And, you know, perfect example of questioning beliefs. 
on the take it to the street store every day. You know, I live with strangers, right? So people, we all wake up and I'm the idiot because I wake up at three, four o'clock in the morning. So I'm always the first one up in the house. So whoever wakes up second has to enter their own kitchen usually with me sitting there watching them getting ready to make their morning coffee, which I live for my morning coffee. Um, and, and every day they pull out a product that I like cringe when I see coffee mm-hmm. beans. Hazelnut, French vanilla, coffee creamers that are filled with sugar, chemicals, artificial, detrimental, ridiculous stuff. And people, I'm going to say 75% of the people that I've toured with, that I've been with on tour, use this product every morning. That's how they start their day. And last year, the Paleo FX, I was looking, walking up and down the vendors, and I was fortunate enough to see the company Nut Pods, um, which our guest is the founder and CEO of. And they are changing the conversation, not only around coffee, but around creamers and different ways to think about some of the foods that you're consuming, which is really a company built on quality Mm -hmm. and consciousness. So after our little break, we're going to come back with the CEO and sort of talk about that. And I think, you know, this company for her sounds like it was built on joy because she was looking for something she needed to live her joyful life. No one was doing it. So she thought, Hey, I'll do it. Absolutely. I'm so excited. Let's go to a quick commercial break from our sponsors and then we'll be right back with Madeline Hayden from nut pods. Stay tuned. Up your volume morning show podcast and the taking the streets tour are brought to you by Nativa. We would like to thank our good friends at Nativa for their support of the Taking It to the Streets tour. We can't say enough about Nativa products. We adore that Nativa is committed to nurturing vitality by consciously curating the world's finest plant-based organic ingredients. In fact, most of the dishes in our house found on our kitchen table are made possible by the fine products from Nativa. For more information on all of their products, go to www.nativa.com. That's N-U-T-I-V-A.com. And Palm Done Right. You've probably heard the horror stories about palm oil. Orphaned orangutans, rainforests destroyed, smoldering fires that pollute the air, Thankfully, that is not all there is to this tale. There's another happier story that is yet to be told. One where farmers are empowered and communities thrive. One where animals and people are healthy. Where the land flourishes with diversity. And it's called Palm Done Right. Our good friends at Natural Habitats are committed to supporting the community with Palm Done Right. And we are honored to have them supporting the Taking It to the Street Store. To learn more, please head to www.palmdunright.com. Again, that's palmdunright.com. All right, we are back, and we want to welcome Madeline Hayden to the show. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Doing well. We are great, and we're we really are excited to have you on, and we were fortunate enough to have like 10 minutes to chat before the show started, so um, I feel like we're almost going to pick up where we left off, which was sort of talking about 
you know, I shared before the break that um, I met you guys at Paleo FX. Was that your first time showing nut pods to the community? Yes, that was our first time, and we are still, you know, pretty much a baby brand. We just launched in 2015, and so we've been able to grow tremendously and get the word out on what we're doing and what our brand story is about. So that was our first show, and we're just excited well, to be so- back there this year. Awesome. I'll see you there for sure. I'm so proud of you guys because that was the first time I saw you. And for people that don't know, um, do you want to explain to them? I, I think you'd probably be the best as to what nut pods are and, um, you know, how, sort of how you got started. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Nut pods is a dairy-free alternative to half and half made from almonds and coconuts. And we're unsweetened. We let you use your own preferred sweetener and sweetness level, um, but we're also or none at all, and we're great for all applications: baking, cooking, obviously for your coffee and tea. And uh, so we're really excited to bring something out there that we felt has been missing for quite a while. Because a lot of the similar type products have like things like carrageenan, which is known to cause cancer, right? And you know other hydrogenated oils and all those things, right? And yours, none of that. Right. I, you know, I created nut pods really with the lens of a consumer because I was my own target consumer. I was waiting for something to come out that was nut-based. I was trying to avoid soy. I didn't want all the processed creamers. I was actually pregnant at the time, Fee. And, you know, when you're pregnant, yeah, when you're pregnant, uh, you're just so aware of what you're putting in your body. And mm-hmm. I remember I was ordering a cup of decaf coffee. You know, you kind of need a, a cup of decaf coffee when you're on vacation with your family. You do, yeah. And, <laughs> and so, you know, the I was looking at the little bowl of all those little creamer cups, and I was thinking like, oh, I just don't want any of this stuff. So I asked that waitress in Lake Tahoe, I said, do you have to have anything else? And even though I was trying to avoid soy, I was going to take soy over the processed creamers. And she said, sure, I'll be right back. And she comes back and she plunks down that like humongous canister of powdered non-dairy creamer. And I was just thinking to my husband, I told my husband, I said, I am so sick and tired. Like these are my choices everywhere I go. And I just don't understand why someone can't come out with like a healthy creamer that actually tastes good. And so, um, now, the problem with challenging a pregnant woman who's got a lot of hormones is, you know, he said, I don't know, maybe you should do something about it. And so, and I did. I, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. I came home and I stopped waiting for someone else to come out with this. And I got to work in my kitchen and I went through all sorts of, like if it was an alt milk, I had tried different variations of it. And um, I just was really aware, you know, you talk a lot about consciousness. And I was really mm-hmm. conscious and aware that there were a whole lot of people in my little circle that were in the same boat as me, whether or not they were paleo or they were plant-based or they were vegan or they were diabetic or, you know, they just actually wanted to cream their coffee but not sweeten it or people weren't happy with um, being able to make like a nice, you know, chowder or a, a bisque or anything like that. It was like there wasn't anything that really worked. And so... Right. We had started to do some soul searching about, you know, I'm pregnant. Do I want to go for this and create a company when I'm about to pop? And I decided to stop waiting because I had already been waiting for about three years. 
and you know all the people that were in my circle that we were on the same boat were saying you should do it because I would use your product and um, it took us two years to do it and uh, that's the difference when you're when you're you know a consumer you're like let's just do it well there's a lot of hurdles that you have to that you have to get over in order to create a product and bring it to commercial volumes and set up things but we we had so much luck on our side. We had so many amazing early fans that got the word out, and it's been an incredible journey in the in the last not even two years that we've been on the market. Well, I know just since I saw you guys and started my tour, and now, I mean, I I, I hardly know anyone that's not using nut pods at this point. I mean, even Nom Nom Paleo, who I love, adore, and respect posted a picture she was meeting a group of friends for lunch i'm not sure if she was in portland or in the bay area at this time but each one of them without knowing all showed up they were reading for coffee and lunch they all showed up with their own nut pod did you see that picture funny i love that i was like yes because it's that's really quick i mean because the product is a great product and you definitely are filling a need a lot of people beyond yourself in your own circle truly thank you that's you know that's exactly it I think one of the things that we we live in a time right now where consumers are really taking charge of their health they're reading ingredients they're reading um, about sourcing the ingredients and they are just being you know more independent about what they choose to invest in and, and they're voting with their dollars and I can't think of another time where, you know, when I said I had luck on my side, where there were things that we did rightly, but there were a lot of things that were out of our control. Like, for example, right now, the shift away from dairy. I had nothing to do with that. That was already happening for decades. And, Mm -hmm. you know, this movement away from sugar, again, you know, we just happened to see that coming early on where it's like people should be able to choose. You know, I mean, look at how many color packets we have for coffee. Yeah. And so, and it's amazing, but it's because it's ritualistic. It's because people are, you know, it's a, it's a habit. And so they like it the way that they like it. And so being able to, to get people to choose healthier options, you know, one cup at a time, one sip at a time, one savory recipe at a time is what we're all about. And I love that your spirit is about helping people in a non-judgmental way, because that's one of the things that I think has helped our brand and helped my business is that I've reached out to a lot of people that were looking for a better option. And to me, everyone's welcome, whether or not, you know, you're diabetic or whether or not you're paleo or whether or not you're vegan, like we are a dairy free brand and we're just excited to be able to help as many people as we can with um, a great product that tastes good. Absolutely. And it also, you know, you know, I, there are lots of options that people have out there, and we were fortunate enough recently to have Hema, who's actually getting married today, the CEO of Tinstar. And Tinstar Ghee is a product that is very similar to yours. The CEO is, is a woman founded by someone who saw a need for herself, went out, created a product. And I have tried so many other ghees. I've tried so many other products. And the quality of her product, you can see it. And if you know Hema and the pride that she takes just in her person and in her life, that's why the product is so good because there's a sense of pride and ownership 
the finest ingredients, like all your products, you know, no GMOs, no soy, no dairy, no gluten, no artificial flavors, no colors, nothing hidden. Your packaging, I love, you know, everything about it. And I feel like, you know, when you have options out there, it's not creamer to creamer. It really isn't. It's not a price creamer to creamer thing. It's what are the ingredients? What's the mission of the company? What does it do to, to better or affect my life? Because food can be medicine or poison. We all know that. You know, mm-hmm. and you guys check off every box. You really do. Thank and, you. You know, being a you know, small and, business is a big deal too. It is it is a big deal. And and I'll touch on that in just a second. But I wanted to say, you know, creating this company with the lens of a, a consumer, which is you know, who I am, right? Mm-hmm. When I'm not um when I'm not a founder and a CEO of a company is that that's why I, I went through and I created NutPods, is that I wanted to buy from a company that would stand behind that product instead of saying we have clean ingredients, but to say, look, we're certified independently by these different organizations that you can trust. And, you know, those certifications, of course, aren't free, but they're an investment because it allows me to be able to convey and communicate to our consumers and our customers that we stand behind our product, that we invest in the quality of our product by having these transparency vehicles in place. So if you're vegan and that lifestyle matters to you, we're certified vegan. We don't say, oh, we're naturally vegan. Or if you're, you know, if you're gluten-free because medically you need to be for celiac, we don't say we're naturally gluten-free. We certify our product. So there's an extra amount of confidence that consumers can have. And That's so a big deal. I know... It is a big, I think it matters. And I think that, you know, being able to, to compare, because like I said, consumers get a chance to vote with their dollars. They can choose to have the cheapest option. Um, and they might save some money, but I would ask them, what are you, what are you spending in terms of your health? Absolutely. And I can tell you, I mean, we all know my food as medicine journey. Um, one of the things that we did on the tour was during the tour, um, still touring, um, we do cooking classes. And there's menus that people can pick from. And one of the most popular menus included, actually my daughter was with me when I first made this soup, a butternut squash soup that we use mm-hmm. nut pots for. So that's mm-hmm. what people, you know, this is not just for coffee. You can use nut pods to make soups and they make delicious soups, I have to say. I've used it in chia pudding. I put them in smoothies. And I just saw on your um, website like a salad dressing recipe. I mean, even creamy, mm-hmm. you know, we all miss our little creamy salads a lot. Green, creamy dressing. Mm-hmm. Green goddess. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And we have a test kitchen here, and we've partnered with a, a local chef here in the Seattle area. And uh, we are constantly doing more innovative recipes. And we love hearing back from our customers and um, just about like, oh, you know what I really miss? I miss this. And you're like, you know what? You can right. do that with nut buds. Now, we're not we're not everything, right? <laughs> so, right. Um, but we, you would be surprised about how versatile we are, and that's one of the great things about nut buds is sure, put a splash in your coffee and tea. But you know what? If you um, need to get a, a lift for, uh, you know, a crustless quiche or something like that, that's that's perfect for nut pods and there's just yeah. some things where you need to have the fat content and the in a neutral flavor that's the thing for me is that what i love about nut pods what cons- that consumers pick up on is that we have this balanced taste so it's not coconut's great right i mean who doesn't like right. the mcts 
but coconut's also a very dominating flavor. And so, um, and you'll know that even if you use coconut oil, it has a distinct taste. And so it's great if you love coconut, but not everyone wants a coconut cup of coffee or a coconut, you know, um, soup. And so sometimes you just right. want the flavors to be authentic and, and uh, our products allow you to do that. I mean, and the difference, you know, is like, is like it's less than a dollar between us and, and the big food brands. And so for us, it's like we just want to be able to get a better option out there and people can choose where it's like, oh, you know, it's, it's like 50 cents more or 75 cents more and I'm going to choose this one because it's, it's a better product. Absolutely. Yeah, and my daughter doesn't like the taste of coconut, so you're speaking her language for sure. You really are <laughs> because that touches on a lot. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm the mom that had a coconut wedding cake. That's how much I love coconut. But um, <laughs> yeah, she didn't. She didn't inherit that gene. Other to each their own, right? Exactly. Right. We all have our own taste buds, and that's what I also like is that the nut pods come in original flavor, French vanilla, which is what I had today was French vanilla, and then hazelnut. Mm. So, and I like to use the flavors when I make my chia pudding. Because mm-hmm. it just, you know, because I don't use sugar or, and I try and stay away from honey and maple syrup as much as possible. Not that they're bad in a diet, but my body with MS doesn't do well when I have a lot of even natural sugars. So it, it provides in my chia pudding just the right amount of sweetness for me um, so that I don't feel like I need to add anything extra, any honeys or maple syrups and, um, I, I do, and even in my smoothies sometimes, um, that may be the only thing that's providing, you know, I, sometimes my smoothies just have avocado, you know, nut pod, and maybe um, some coconut, uh, but not, you know, any anything else in its spring sweet and, you know, greens, and it provides enough for me that it's delicious, and I don't miss having some of the things that a lot of people in a traditional diet might miss, which would be higher sugar foods. I don't miss them at all. Nut pods definitely works for I me. Think your palate, I think your palate changes. And so mm-hmm. and, um, we're, I'm, I'm so glad to hear that you guys are both enjoying us. And, you know, you had talked earlier on the podcast, which, by the way, I don't know what just happened that I'm on the same podcast that you guys are discussing, Lady Gaga and Carrie Perry. You know, that's, like, amazing. But... It was about joy, and it's about um, it's about getting outside of your comfort zone and finding. You know, I'm 42, and I have two kids, and I'm happily married, and and I really appreciate those things. But I have to tell you, I've never felt more comfortable in my skin right now doing what I'm doing with nut pods because I feel like I found a way to connect with with people, build communities and be able to offer something of a service via our products. I love what I'm doing. I Now, that's not to say I don't have obstacles because I'm going up against some pretty, you know, big Goliath competition. But we're still being able to make difference affect lives, and that brings me joy, and that brings me purpose. And even though I'm, I'm comfortable and I love what I'm doing right now, and I love the example that I'm setting for my girls that what you can do if you, if you, you know, choose to step outside of your comfort zone. I also think that it's about moving past your fear 
and being able to embrace some uncertainty and to trust yourself that you will figure it out along the way. And you may stumble. It may not always be graceful. But yeah. being able to have that trust in yourself and being able to be open to the opportunities, to the people that come across your path, you know, as you, as you step in faith of yourself and in finding a way for you to serve other people, that's, that's so humbling for me that I have finally found a way for me to do what I've been wanting to do my whole life. And it's so funny because if you ask me in my 20s, did you not even start a company for like a dairy free coffee creamer? You know what I would tell you? I would tell you, I think you've got the wrong person because I don't even drink coffee every day. And I don't. Sometimes I mix it up with, you know, with um, a green juice or with a tea, or sometimes I just like water. And so, but that's the thing is being, being able to, you know, find your bliss and, and yeah. step out in faith and step away from fear. I mean, we we all have these emotions because we're human, but being able to um, go through it anyways is what I would encourage anybody to do in finding their own purpose. So true. And you actually, did you started your company using a Kickstarter? Am I right? I did. I did. You know, I, you live forever on Kickstarter. So success or fail, you your video lives on forever. And so right. when you go there in 2013, you'll see me my third trimester with my big belly. And we, and we wanted to go out and we wanted to replace those little single-serve creamers. I wanted something convenient and, you know, all the things that Nut Puzz is, delicious and clean and everything like that. And so and we've, we've had some challenges and obstacles along the way, but those pods, the single-serve pods, are still an active R&D process for us, and we're going to get there. And, and I, want to give, uh, I want to give Nestle a run for their money with those single-serve cups because I think we can offer a much better option for consumers. I and believe we get asked that every day, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you and I, we travel. We want to have something in our purse that we can take with us. Absolutely, especially me. I'm the traveling fool. <laughs> Absolutely. So if you were to give advice to anyone that sort of has an idea and, you know, whatever it may be and thinks about, well, should I, like, was there, you know, what would be, you know, just some advice to someone, like, because you probably had the conversation going on before you actually acted on it. Like, what, you know, what would you tell people that are just trying to decide if they want to act on a business idea or thought that they have? Mm. It is a unique journey that very few people will will take. A lot of people have ideas, V, but it um it takes a commitment to actually put your name behind your idea and go forth and and do all the things that you need to do for your business. So I think number one, do all the homework you can. There's gonna be a lot that you don't know and, and you don't know what you don't know. But do right. as much homework as you can in trying to figure out if this is gonna be um, something that's viable, and you have to go outside of your of your circle because you can probably get your cousin and your neighbor to buy what whatever it is that you want to create, but you got to mm-hmm. be able to test it out with strangers who don't have any emotional attachment to you to say no, that's too expensive, I wouldn't do that, or no, I just don't have a need for something like that. And I think too is be open to admitting what you don't know and ask people for help. I didn't know anybody 
in food when I started this company. I came from medical devices. I came from blood banking industries that helped people, sure, but I didn't know anyone in food. But I was able to network and I was able to meet people that, you know, wanted to help me or or would provide nuggets along the way. And it's just like putting together a puzzle. You meet someone and you get a nugget and it helps you put a, a, a puzzle piece for your business in place. And so just being on sponge mode. And I think the other thing, too, mm-hmm. you're going to find a lot of consultants and you're going to find a lot of experts in their areas. And they will tell you what their experience is. But what I've learned, which my MBA did not teach me, by the way, is that your company and your product is the vision of only yours. And so you are the only one who knows what the right answer is for right. your business. And you can take convention, but we did so many things that were like against convention. Like, for example, going to Amazon. You know, someone told mm-hmm. me Amazon's going to be 10% of your business. Well, yeah, if, it, it took me a while to realize that they were talking as a mature brand. But as a startup brand, I can get instantaneous nationwide distribution overnight. Yeah. I can get that instant feedback from consumers. What do you think about NutPods? And this is a side note, but I'll tell you the power of of what online can do. Remember, I'm not even two years on the market, and Coffee has been on the market since 1987. We have more reviews on NutPods than Coffee Meat does. I don't have any. (laughs) And so what that tells me, thank you, and what that tells me is that we're reaching people without having the middleman of the distributor, of the broker, of the of the retailer, I can just go out and I can find out what people are doing. Social media allows you to do that because not only are people liking that post, but they're they're telling people about, hey, yeah. you find this? It's really good stuff. And that extends my marketing dollars because I cannot compete with Silk. I cannot compete with So Delicious in terms of marketing dollars. But that's okay because I have a lot of organic word of mouth marketing that is working for us because in a way, we're kind of a people's brand. You know, we're, we're a Kickstarter brand, and, and we've been crowdfunded, and we went through Amazon. And Amazon gives you, you know, so many metrics on your business that helps you build your business smartly. So I think another nugget that I would say is related to that is that I was advised from a big food guy that um, was giving me some advice that I, I shouldn't hang my hat on being unsweetened because sugar sells in America. It was really hard because this wow. guy was super smart, super high up there, you know, ex-VP of a Fortune 500 company, and um, went to Dartmouth, you know, like really smart guy. And at the end of the day, I'm like, no, it's, we've got to be unsweetened because that's one of my only main differentiators between us and everyone else is that we don't have all the added sugars. And and one of the purposes that I created NetPods is that I wanted to be able to cook in savory recipes because when you when you have things that have added sugars, you know, it changes a savory recipe, right? That better not squash soup or mushroom right. dish. Mm-hmm. And so um, I went against that advice. And, you know, and he tried. He's like, well, what about erythritol? Or how about, you know, <laughs> like any of these other, and I'm like, does erythritol sound natural to you? Like whoever created that was not a marketer, right? <laughs> and so they were a scientist. And so Right, absolutely. Like, <laughs> right. Exactly. And so for me, I just kind of I listened and I absorbed and I considered and I think that's important to do. 
But at the end of the day, you, you have to listen to yourself and you have to listen to what you want this product or this company to be. And that is two totally different things because at first Truly. you're just creating a product. But now I am so blessed and privileged at the opportunity to create a company where we're providing jobs for people in our local community and beyond and being able to set the corporate culture of what I want my company to be about and what values we want to have as you know, as our mission and our vision. So um, it's, it's such a wonderful journey. And I would say it's a lot of ways akin to parenting where, you know, when you take home your, your daughter for that first time, and, yeah. And you're all like, I am not qualified to take this baby home. Like, just tell me what to do, and I will do <laughs> it's it. It's so true, I mean, right? I was afraid is, to right? drive, you know. I was like, uh, can I drive with a baby? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and I went through the whole thing where it's like sleep training. Do you do baby whisper? Do you do, you know, cry it out? Do you do somewhere in the middle and all that? And then you figure your baby out, and your business will be the same, where nobody will know your business like you know your business. And, and um, they can give you advice, and you can talk to your sister, and you can talk to your friend about what they did about teething. But, you know, it, it's, it's so individual, and it's, it's, but it's an amazing journey. And um, it's a lot of hard work, too, but I've never done anything on a professional level that compares to having my own company. Well, you've done a great job. And Michelle, who works for you, I mean, you have a great team. You have a great staff. We're so honored to have you part of the Taken to the Streets tour. And, you know, it. every home that I've gone to um, when I've left, they're on the nut pod bandwagon. Um, because really, it's a game changer. <clears throat> Excuse me. It is a Thank real you. game changer. And um, I just feel really grateful that I got to meet you guys at your first sort of, you know, big trade show like that. And I'm really looking forward to, you're going to be at Expo West, which I'll be at Expo West. So mm-hmm. I will definitely stop by and see you all there. And that's right. um, we'll be in the Hilton. Awesome. I love, I think that's the best place to be myself. And you also yes. are available on Amazon for people that didn't catch that, but they can also get recipes at nutpods.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even exactly. Facebook. Um, if, if they follow you on Facebook, you guys are always linking, and you do a lot of videos, which are great. Thank you. We do. We, you know, I think for us, we're just trying to find different ways that um, people can can reach us and interact with us. And the rich videos are a good way for people to get to know me. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm 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 by no means an expert on on camera but um but my video blog out there is heartfelt and and they get to know who i am so that they know that i'm not a figurehead and um, i'm a real person this is a real family-owned business and we're just doing our part to get americans to have a healthier choice and we're really excited to announce that we're going to be live on vitacost soon and that opens up um, sales for our international customers that have been asking for us and they haven't been able to buy. So that's going to be a really good thing for our international fans. Oh, I'm so excited about that. I have a huge international following. So all you international listeners, please um, get ready because it's coming. That's awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks so much for including us. We're honored to be on your show. This has been great. And we hope that you'll really come back and keeping us updated. Absolutely, and I'll see you at Paleo FX. 
Yep, and you'll see me at Expo West too. You're not get you're going to see me d- double time. And double time. <laughs> I look forward to it. So, well, thank you so well, much, Madeline. Sorry, Mom. You are so no, welcome. Go ahead. go ahead, Nikki. No, I'm a, no. I was just saying thank you guys both so much for being here this morning. Thank you to our listeners for for being with us every Saturday. And um, how I can think they you find have, you, Nikki? So Nikki-Bovay.com. Um, I got a, a bunch of shows next week. I am slipping on where they're at. Um, but you can find me at the Nice Guy on the 15th, I believe. Um, and then the 18th, I'll be at a new spot, the public, the public house. It's like a brewing, Evans Brewing Company in Fullerton. And then Boathouse in Long Beach on the 19th. Um, so, and then the 22nd at nice guy again. So come find me. I'll be around. Um, and next week, who do we have on the show? Next week, we actually have the founder of mission heirloom, which I will be speaking with Simone Miller of Zen belly at mission heirloom on February 21st from six to eight. You can go to my website under events and get your tickets. They're either free or donation. All of my work is done free or donation. People ask me about the donations. They cover the cost of my travel, other than Nativa uh, giving me money for gas, uh, all the costs in, in my tour are done by me, all the expenses. So any little bit helps me to be able to keep the tour going. So, um, or if you don't have funds, that's fine as well. You can still RSVP. It's under events and it's Mission Heirloom. And um, yeah, we're going to talk about Mission Heirloom, which is a great conscious eatery up in Berkeley. So I can't wait to talk to you guys about that. Awesome. And then the following week, we have Emily Elbert. Uh, she's been on tour with Esperanza Spalding, uh, G-Love, a bunch of people, uh, colleagues from school. And again, thank you so much to Madeline from NetPods. And um, in order for them to find out about you, where can they go? Sure, they where can, can go they to www.netpods.com. And we're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Awesome. Thank you so much again, and we'll see you all back here 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time next Saturday. Thank you, and have a great week. Ciao, ciao, everybody. Bye. Bye.